Mountain High, Colorado in this thing with me. Flow Crazy 730, you just 650. Let's get into it. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time homebuyer show where we help millennials figure out where do I get started in real estate and how to build generational wealth. Today I'm going to be talking about a trip my wife and I took to Colorado Springs recently where we stayed in a million dollar Airbnb property and what it taught us about taking generational actions to build generational wealth, a little bit of house hacking and basically the steps you need to take to build wealth because everyone talks about generational wealth but there's actually a steps, many steps between building the wealth and then keeping the wealth for the next generation. So I want to give a big shout out to the inspiration for the intro, New Orleans philosopher Dwayne Carter. Let's get into it. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown before I go into the story, but uh, it's a it was a million dollar Airbnb unit. Uh, it was a detached triplex. The owners did not live in any of the units. However, the owner's daughter lived in one of the units as well. So let, let's get into this uh, property, right? And so one, it was kind of hard to find the unit because like the unit did not exist on the map, right? It was a unit 11 and a half. So we could find a unit 12 on the map. So we had instruction from the owner because they knew the unit did not appear on the map. So when we got there, I was like, okay, cool. This nice little small, small cottage in this amazing historic neighborhood. I'll show you some pictures of that and I'll post pictures throughout the episode as well and so i was just kind of chilling in the backyard because we had just got there and i was like huh a unit 11 and a half i bet you this is a duplex right because it's weird for it to be an 11 and a half unit and like this address actually we couldn't find it on the google gps so i'm sitting in the backyard and i'm looking around i'm like okay we you know we got our little um square yard but actually if you follow the fence line the fence connects with our fence and it goes around to this other property yeah i bet you that is unit 11 over there so i was like wow that's pretty cool um, that this family is able to actually rent out one of their units as an airbnb and potentially live in the other unit and then i was like i remember the instructions my wife was reading from the airbnb guests when we got there you know like the do's and don'ts and the hosts were like hey you may run into our, our daughter she lives in one of the one of the other properties like across the fence or something like that and i was like huh that's pretty cool so this couple is in a position so where one they have this lot with two properties right and they're able to have their daughter to live in one of the properties so we talk about like generation wealth and building wealth amongst your family like i said i don't know what the living situation is with the daughter she's paying market rent or no rent whatever but i'm like man it's this family is so secure, one, that they're able to have their daughter live in one of their units and not have to worry about the mortgage on that unit or the income from the unit. Because we think about it like we're on a plane, they say, if the plane's going down, put on, put on your mask first, right, before you try to take care of other folks. So they're probably pretty financially secure themselves in order to do that. And so I do this in every Airbnb I, I'm in because I like to... Um, pocket watch. I think most folks like the pocket watch, but I just like to admit it, right? And so I looked up the value of the property and it was like 970, like $3,000 and change. 
And so I was reading the description, it's like people like this triplex because it has two 1,900 square foot units and a 900 square foot cottage on it as well. And that's the unit that my wife and I were in. So I was like, hold up. Now that I look at it, this lot is kind There's of like oddly a shaped, the kind of like the, the, the but it still Tetris piece that looks all like a thunderbolt. If you actually think about it as a square, this is a is a triplex. So I, was, I started to look and I was like, boom, there goes the other unit. So when you think about building generation wealth, like folks talk about it, but there's actually actions and steps you need to take to build generation wealth. So step one for building generation wealth was this family did something or maybe their parents did something back in the day to, to build some sort of wealth and build some stability with the family. Step two was they built a bought an asset. So in order to keep the wealth, you need to buy assets that generate money. So they bought this lot with three units on it, or maybe well the units are pretty old. So like the unit we were in was probably built in the late 1800s or early 1900s. And I could tell it was old because like I said, it was 900 square, 900 square feet, but like every inch of that place was used. It felt bigger. And then two, like the like the windows were, you could just tell it was old. Like the windows didn't have like the pull up windows. They actually like folded down and had latches. And even the steps, like I have, a, I wear a size like nine and a half, but like my foot was like two or three inches off the steps. That's how small like the steps were. So I could tell there was like, back in the day where I guess people were, were, were smaller, right? But uh, step two is actually like buy an asset. So that's step two. But then step three, which, or step three, which a lot of people miss is you have to actually hold on to that asset, whether it's a real estate or it's a stock in order for it to appreciate. Cause I think things a lot of folks miss, like the last few years have screwed a lot of people up when we talk about assets, cause we think, hey, you can buy a home in January and then sell it in August and make eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000. That's what folks have led you to believe um, the last few years, which was a very, very abnormal housing market. But this family has held onto this property to the point that they probably have so much equity in it. Once again, they're not, they can have their daughter eliminate her biggest living expense. And because their daughter, she may be an artist because one of her paintings was actually in our Airbnb. So she's able to execute on her dreams, you know, most likely save a little bit of her living expense. Let's say it may cost, I don't know, $2,000 to live in an area. Maybe she's paying $1,000 in rent or nothing. So she's able to pocket, you know, an extra $1,000 in rent and stay in that area. And so if you want to look this place up, it's Colorado Springs. It's the historic North District, the most beautiful neighborhood I've ever seen in my life. Because you have the neighborhood, but then you have the backdrop of the the mountains. But then step, uh, I think we're on step four, right? Is actually maintaining the asset. So with the stock, the easy way to maintain it is you just you just sit there, and if it's a dividend stock, you you collect dividends, or if it's a growth stock, you you let it grow, and then maybe if you have a bunch of stock, you sell off pieces of the stock in order to to live your life. With real estate, you actually have to maintain the property to make it attractive, to make the people want to actually come live in that property. Because people buy real estate, that's not the hard part, but keeping it is the hard part. Because whether it's taxes, whether it's um, being run down, you don't have the money to fix it, you have to sell it, or you know somebody passed in the family, there's not like a will or a trust set up to see who the property goes to, and then one person wants to sell it off. The, the key, the most important step in generation wealth is for is like maintaining that property and they did like that airbnb unit was probably one of the 
um, most detailed units I've ever been in from we walked in it and our name was on like this chalkboard it was cool they had all these little small details like I said it was a, a very old house but it felt super new because they, they just had all these nice details the backyard was amazing like I said if you're watching on YouTube you'll be able to see some of the pictures that we took of the property but yeah so there's generational wealth then there's generational action so it was cool to see what this family had built that my wife and our are trying to build build ourselves so um generational wealth one thing generational actions please take them to build generational wealth. But that's a quick episode uh, i wanted to talk about because i just got back from colorado yesterday so um join my first time homebuyer community if you want to kind of continue the conversation if you want to um join our trainings on tuesday and actually have input in what we're doing as far as the training and as always buy land Rumor has it they're not making any more of it. All right, see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to the show. If you want to connect with other listeners and also dive deeper into topics, as well as attend live trainings every Tuesday at 8 p.m., click the link down below and join the First Time Homebuyer School. See you inside.